Hey y'all, welcome to Shades of Brown, the podcast that discusses the ever-evolving and sometimes contradicting thoughts of a Black millennial. I'm your host, Allie B, and I'm so grateful that you're here with me for this episode. I have all of my life felt misunderstood, which I'm sure that is a common experience for many of you. And as I learn more about myself, about my makeup, I want to share because I think language is so important. And as we give language to our experiences, we have this moment like, oh, that's what that is. Or, oh, that makes sense, you know. And as we share these things, I feel that we can just all feel a little bit more normal, whatever that is for us, right? Whatever normal is. So yeah, this week, I want to share about highly sensitive people or HSPs. There have always been highly sensitive people around, but the term highly sensitive people or highly sensitive person was coined in 1991 by psychotherapist Dr. Elaine Aaron. The scientific term for this experience is sensory processing sensitivity or SPS. Yeah, this is a trait. Think of it like, you know, introversion versus extroversion, right? Like that's just a trait. It is not some sort of medical diagnosis. It's not something that needs to, you know, be addressed medically. It's just simply a part of our personality makeup. Across the U.S., there are about 80 million men and women who have this personality trait. So that's about uh, 15 to 30 percent of the population. So, yeah, it's not super rare, you know, to be highly sensitive. And I think that culturally, there's a certain connotation when it comes to sensitivity and there's a certain feeling we feel, you know, when we even hear the word. But yeah, it's it's not simply what we think it is. So yeah, let's let's unpack it. We often think sensitivity is exclusively related to our emotions. We think sensitive people are emotional people. And while there may be some truth to that, Sensitivity is more about sensory processing. So highly sensitive people process things on a deeper level than the average person. Highly sensitive people or HSPs pick up on subtleties that many people may miss. And this level of intense processing can cause overstimulation. So think of it like this. Think of the base word sensitivity. It's sense, right? And we think of sense. What do you think of? I think of the five senses, right? They're touch, smell, taste, sound, and sight. Think of it like this. HSPs or highly sensitive people have hyperactive senses. And it can show up in many ways. If you are an HSP, you may bruise easily. You may feel emotions intensely. Maybe you're annoyed when people ask you a lot of questions or they ask for you to do a lot of things in a short period of time. HSPs are typically moved deeply by art, music, beauty. Loud noises can be startling for HSPs. Bright lights or even like uncomfortable fabric can be distressing to them. Think itchy fabric or even tags on clothes. HSPs often need um, a lot of alone time to decompress. It can be very easy for HSPs to become overwhelmed when they have a ton of things to do. They're typically spiritual people and have um, a really rich imagination, a really rich inner life. 
and HSPs are commonly known to be empathetic. There are actually a lot of commonalities between HSPs and empaths. Um, This does not mean, however, that all HSPs are empaths or vice versa. Um, If you are an empath, you are more likely to be highly sensitive. Um, But if you are a highly sensitive person, it doesn't automatically mean you are an empath. Hopefully that makes sense. On a good note, when highly sensitive people are raised in healthy environments, they typically lead lives that are socially healthy and they typically outperform people academically, socially, things of that nature. On the contrary, when highly sensitive people are raised in unhealthy environments, they end up being more prone to anxiety and depression. And based on my (laughs) personal experience, I'm going to say that there can be a mixture of the two. Yeah, based on my experience with academics and anxiety, I'm thinking both uh, there, you probably could have a mixture of the two. (laughs) And HSPs, we aren't all the same. But what we do all have in common is this um, depth of processing, overstimulation, emotional intensity, and sensory sensitivity. And the acronym is DOES, D-O-E-S. Depth of processing, overstimulation, emotional intensity, and sensory sensitivity. So on a personal note, how it shows up for me I have a love-hate relationship with fireworks. I think they're beautiful. I love them. I think it can be like really romantic when you're out and about, you know, like date night kind of thing and you're somewhere with fireworks. I think it's very beautiful. But also I cringe like when fireworks are going off and yeah, especially towards the end of a fireworks show when it just goes crazy. I'm like, okay, this is, this is not fun anymore. (laughs) Like get me out of here. I also have that same relationship with balloons. I love the aesthetic, you know, and what they can add to decor. But I do not like being close to them because I'm always afraid they're going to pop. And it just freaks me out. It's so cringy. It makes my insides itch. It's just so uncomfortable. And I always wish I can explain it, but it's just like, it's, it's so uncomfortable. And I too bruise easily. Like, (laughs) I can hit myself accidentally you know walking around I bump myself on something or whatever like my arm or something and it will hurt for like an hour I'm just like that wasn't even a big deal like why am I hurting (laughs) like it's so annoying like I just can like it can be the simplest thing bruh and like I'm like yo why is my arm hurting bruh it's it's just random things like that like so sensitive to the touch my skin is sensitive too. Like I've kind of grown out of that though. Um, I'm able to wear like fashion jewelry and stuff that's not real. But growing up though, like I could not wear anything without there being some sort of, you know, weird reaction to it. But even still though, I don't, I don't typically wear a lot of bracelets because that's typically the area that is most affected. But like growing up, I used to have to wear certain kinds of earrings, certain kinds of necklaces because my skin was so, 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 so sensitive. Thankfully, though, my skin isn't as sensitive anymore. My smell is really sensitive too, like really, really, really sensitive. Things that for me can be just overboard and overbearing. 
to others, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, how are y'all sitting through this? Like, I, I can't, whether it's certain cooking smells or just anything, it can be a lot. And sometimes I feel like I'm tripping, like, y'all don't, y'all don't smell that? Just random things. And yeah, it can be very loud to me, whereas to others, it's not existent or very, 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 very subtle. But most times, like, non-existent. Certain sounds drive me absolutely insane. And it's like... <laughs> I've tried over the years to just get over it, you know, like this shouldn't be a big deal. But as I've come to learn more about my sensitivity, it's like these aren't things you can change. You can, you know, like adjust your lifestyle in a way that, you know, makes things bearable. But like the actual being bothered by it, that isn't going to change. Like people chewing, y'all, it is. It is so disgusting to me. (laughs) I just don't understand I just don't get it. And I want to be okay with it, you know. Like at most, I would love for it to just be like, oh, that's annoying. But, you know, it's bearable. But people chewing it so, like, I would, I just have to leave. And it sucks because it's like, you know, you want to spend time with family, eat dinner with family or whatever, or friends. And it's like, I just can't. Like, I got to find the quickest exit because I cannot do this. I cannot bear it. I hope she don't mind me putting her on blast. I, I don't think she'll mind. Love you, Ashley. <laughs> Recently, my sister and I went to... Uh, uh, take a trip for a family event and homegirl smacks like none other. And I'm like, okay, how am I going to make it through like, this trip? Like, <laughs> like I need to find a gun to shoot myself or her because this. <laughs> Y'all, <laughs> it's, it just be like crazy. And I'm like, Ashley, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to, you know, like project my preferences on you. I'm not trying to change you. It's just, I cannot do this. (laughs) Please close your mouth. (laughs) It's like the closest thing I can, can describe it to is someone taking their long nails and like scratching the chalkboard. Even, even describing that example makes me uncomfortable. It's just that bad. And I wish it wasn't as cringe as it is for me, you know, but it is. So I just have to adjust accordingly. Like people who smack, it's like if I just disappear like randomly, it's it's no shade, no offense. I just can't. <laughs> I've tried to change, but I cannot. I can't. Can't do it. And certain textures for me are just like unacceptable. I can't do. I'm really big on textures. So, yeah, those are those are a few ways that it shows up for me. There are a lot of myths, though, and there are a lot of things that people misunderstand about highly sensitive people. So let me just help the people. We are not overdramatic people that are weak and easily offended. It's not what that is. I promise you, if you think someone's being dramatic based on, you know, their sensory issues or not even issues because they're not issues, but their sensory processing styles, they're not being dramatic. We're not being dramatic. I promise you we're not. I promise you we're not. Yeah, we're not. I remember several months ago, I was woken up by a smell that I thought was like gas. That was the only thing I could relate it to. I'm like, I think this is gas. I don't know. So my um, parents are on the other side of the house. So I text them like, do y'all smell that? It's like, no. And I'm like, I text my my dad, like, I think it's, I think I smell gas. And I think that's not good. (laughs) Like, I think that's dangerous. They checked everything. They were like, no, we don't smell anything. And I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. We don't smell it. Oh, whatever. 
And I'm just like, okay, whatever. So anytime I smelt that smell, I'm like, well, no one else smells it. So maybe it's just me. I'm tripping. Well, fast forward like months and months and months and months. And my mom comes home from church and she smells gas and like freaks out, calls 911. They come out and confirm like, yeah, it was gas. Oh, no. She she realized that the um the stove, it wasn't on. You know how like it was not it was partially on. So like fumes were just, you know, coming out. Yeah, the fire department confirmed like, yeah, that was that. That was what that was. And had this and that happened, it could have been an explosion, yada, 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 yada. Thank God that they haven't. And the first thing I thought about was like, bruh, I've totally smelled that before. Like, I'm not tripping. Like, I was like, I know I don't be tripping, bruh. Like, I smelled that. Like, for whatever reason, because the way their room is set up, they're even closer to the kitchen than I am, than where I sleep at. And I'm like, yo, I do not be tripping, bro. Like, I know what I be smelling. <laughs> so highly sensitive people, you are not tripping. Like, these things, you be knowing. You, you be knowing. Thank God, you know, we're safe. So yeah, we're not being overly dramatic when we bring things up. It's just, we be knowing. <laughs> Another myth is that we're selfish, you know, because maybe we need everything or everyone to cater to our preferences. And that's not the truth. We're not being selfish. We definitely don't intend to be selfish, which is why for me, especially as I've gotten older and I, and I you know, understand what it is, I just try to adjust my life accordingly, right? Like, I know what bothers me, so I'll make sure that I do things that accommodate my sensory processing. So if that means, you know, not going out partying with a large crowd or going to a, you know, a space where it's going to be really, really, really loud or really, really crowded, knowing that that's going to, you know, overwhelm me, I'm just not going to do it versus going out anyways and making everyone that I'm with uncomfortable because I got an attitude. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm going to be the one to adjust. Um, and, and I try to do my best at that because I, I never want to, you know, I don't want to be the party pooper or, you know, be the, the yeah, just be off when I'm around others. Another myth is that we cry all the time. That's just not true. That's just simple, not true. I personally cry a lot. Like I will cry at like when I'm happy, I cry. When I laugh hard, I cry. When I'm sad, I cry. Like I just be crying. <laughs> like my eyes just be watering. But that's not something that that is um, specific to every HSP. That's just me, child. <laughs> There's also this myth that being highly sensitive is a choice and that we just need to learn how to control our sensitivities and figure out ways to toughen up. And that's just not true. You know, like being made this way, being highly sensitive is not a choice. It's just who we are, period, point and blank. Just like being introverted isn't a choice. And I know that, you know, extroverts uh, who don't understand their introverted friends maybe want to like just push their introverted friends to be more social, to do this, do that. It's just who they are, period. You know, like these are just things. They are they are actual real things. And it's important that we be understanding of people and considered of people. Difference is just difference. It's not a right or wrong thing. It's just a difference. And these differences should be respected. And to that, there's this idea that we need fixing and not just externally, like not just people on the outside telling us this, but even HSPs often feel this way that we need fixing. We need to be fixed. We need to be helped to overcome this sensitivity. And it's just like, no, like we don't need to be fixed. This is a part of our makeup. This is a part of just who we are. And it's not just women who are HSPs. There are men who are highly sensitive as well. And you will always know either, like 
I think people think that you can just tell who's highly sensitive because maybe they're always crying or maybe they're always offended. Like, no, those are not like the markers to show you who's highly sensitive. Most highly sensitive people hide their sensitivity because we are so misunderstood. The majority of highly sensitive people, it will not be obvious to you because they've found a way, you know, to to present in a way that is more acceptable based on cultural standards and societal standards. So yeah, it's not the easiest to point out. Um, typically you need, you know, someone to express these types of things that they experience. And of course, maybe if you're like super, super close with somebody, you would see how they pick up on subtleties and how they are affected by certain different things. So it's not super obvious. And this is the main myth that I want to bust. It's the idea that HSPs are a burden, that being highly sensitive is a burden. Yo, your sensitivity is not a burden. I believe that we were divinely and strategically designed by a holy God, a creative God, and a thoughtful God. I believe that when God was making us, he had our purpose and assignments in mind. He knew what each of us would need to be effective and impactful. We're all wired differently, and I believe that that wiring is on purpose. So I encourage you to lean into those things that you may not like about yourself, especially those things that you've tried to change, but you've been unsuccessful in changing them. Lean into that, embrace it, because it may be something, it may be the very thing that makes you, you. For me, um, when I began exploring my spiritual gifts and my assignments, it finally began to make sense to me why I'm the way I am. So now at this point, I'm thankful for my sensitivity because it helps me to connect with the people that I'm called to. It helps me to be effective in intercessory prayer. And side note, if you are an intercessor, I really would encourage you to take this test to see if you are an HSP because typically those of us who God has called to really like intercede on behalf of people and people groups, typically these people are, are more sensitive than others. And I, I get it, right? Like, we're all called to pray for each other. Like, that's a commandment, right? Like, men ought to always pray. But I do believe that there are those who um, have a gift of prayer. And yeah, this trait definitely helps in that area. Um, you know, and with me doing the, the kind of work that I do, even with helping people overcome inner child wounds, that's some delicate work, right? And my sensitivity allows me to connect on a deeper level and to relate on a deeper level. And now I'm able to see like this is a necessary thing. This is an on purpose thing, you know? So yeah, like I really just wanted to shed some light on this and to make people aware that this is a thing. It's not a bad thing or a good thing. It's just simply a thing, a human thing. So if you relate to any of this and you're like, hmm, I want to know more about that. I encourage you to take the HSP test at hsperson.com. Again, that's hsperson.com. And let me know what your results are. You know, let me know. Let me know um, how that how that works out for you. All right, y'all. Um, that's all I have for you this week. So if you would, please follow me on social media. If you're on Instagram or Facebook, follow me at Shades of Brown Podcast. Also, grab some merch at everythingallyb.myspreadshop.com or you can just check the link in my bio. Um, click the link and grab some merch. 
also, I have an upcoming mother wound healing workshop. It'll be on May 7th in Dothan, Alabama. And I'm really excited about it. It'll be the second one I'm having. And I think that it's going to be really, really, really helpful and impactful. So you can get your tickets at Eventbrite or just check the link in my bio on Instagram or Facebook. Also, if you are in my online healing community that is called Healing from a Mother Wound, you have access to a promo code to get a discount. So check that out. If you want to join the group, please do so. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and also share feedback on social media, whether that's in the comments or in my DMs. I really, really, really appreciate hearing from y'all and your ratings and reviews definitely help make this show more visible. So I really appreciate your support. I thank you for listening and I thank you for sharing. Well, all right, y'all, I'll leave you with this. I hope that you be well, love well, and be loved well. You deserve that. Till next week. Bye.